0: Welcome to Felony Friday, a presentation of the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, John Odermatt.
1: Felons, friends, and freedom lovers, thank you for joining me once again for another episode of Felony Friday right here on the Lions of Liberty podcast. If you're new to Lions of Liberty, if this is your first time tuning in, this is our Friday show. We also have a Monday and a Wednesday show. Our Monday show is hosted by... Mark Claire and our Wednesday show, Electric Liberty Land, is hosted by Brian McWilliams. And lucky you, actually, on this episode of Felony Friday, I'm going to be joined by both of those two gentlemen. That's right. This is the first episode of Felony Friday with two guests, the first roundtable. And this will be a little bit of a special roundtable. This will be a Is It a Crime roundtable, if you're familiar with the game show that we play from time to time here on Felony Friday Is it a crime? And should they do time? We'll be looking at probably three or four different news stories, and as we work through them, we'll be saying, asking if they should or should not be a crime. You can find and read about all those news stories yourself. You can follow along and play at home at lionsofliberty.com slash FF63, because this is episode 63. That's lionsofliberty.com slash FF63. Just one more note, and then I will introduce Mark and Brian here. Be sure to check out LionsOfLiberty.com/support for all the ways that you can support the Lions of Liberty podcast. Now we've released already to people who are members of our Lions Pride, who are supporters who have either contributed five, ten, or even twenty-five dollars. We've released a blooper reel. We're going to be releasing our conspiracy theory roundtable coming up here this weekend, and we're also going to have this episode of Felony Friday. There's going to be a second part that's going to be released later on that is just, it'll just be released to our Lions Pride members, which will have a couple, two or three will grade them and ask, is this a crime and should they do time? So a little bonus feature for Felony Friday. So without further ado, I will bring on... I guess we'll go first to uh, Mark, Mark Claire. Welcome back to Felony Friday.
2: It's a pleasure to be here once again and to uh, make some judgments about all the crimes, or are they, going on in the world. I'm excited. You're
1: always good at making judgments, right? That's a, I'm a big judge. Very, very judgy. Very judgy. Very judgy guy. No, I always I
2: hate hear. it. It actually brings up a pet peeve of mine. I really hate when people chide others for being judgmental or for judging. I'm like, that's literally. Everything we do is, like, based on some kind of judgment or ethical judgment we've made about the right and wrong actions in society. That's literally what we're going to do here today is try to judge right versus wrong. And I think that's one of the most essential things human beings can do is judge the actions of each of each other. It doesn't mean we should, you know, browbeat people if they're just, you know, if it doesn't mean, like, you know, judgment in the way that if someone is, say prostituting themselves or selling drugs we should physically beat them but we can still judge their actions even not as libertarians you can judge everybody's actions uh, i think it's an essential human act and i hate when people chide people for it
1: yeah it's it's like people who say you shouldn't discriminate discriminating is a an essential part of life you got to discriminate for example i just discriminated just now when i introduced you first before
0: brian so yeah. now i'll bring brian yeah, yeah, what the <laughs> hell what is this crap of that way, like, how are you guys going to ramble on before you bring in the real talent on this three man panel?
2: I was hoping 25 30 minutes at least.
0: Yeah, yeah well, and by the way, you can call me I'm the Judge Reinhold of Liberty. I don't judge, I just a named Judge. All right, I don't know who that is, Judge Reinhold. Jesus, God, every time I'm on the show, Odie, <laughs> you express some unbelievable ignorance when it comes to any Sounds sort of pop culture. Sounds very familiar. Have like you ever I seen Beverly Hills Ryanhold Cop? Is. Have you seen Beverly Hills Cop? Um, I, I think I might be a little bit below the age range there. You guys are a couple years older. Maybe, maybe, just, maybe right, I missed not that. that much. They made three of them. If you weren't for the first <laughs> one, you should have been caught up in the second or the third. Anyway. Balky
2: moose was in it, for Pete's sake.
0: God, I can't believe you. Anyway, Judge Reinhold is a uh, movie and TV actor. Very, very funny guy. Talks with a nasally voice. It doesn't matter. It's worthless on you. Anyway, good to be on the show again, except for these uh, snafus where you know nothing about film, TV, celebrities, or pop culture.
1: Well, that keeps it interesting. You bring up this stuff, (laughs) and probably half the audience doesn't know what you're talking about, so I'm just making them
0: feel better. We should put a poll, uh, which you can find on our (laughs) Facebook forum, at... Facebook, type in lines liberty forum. But we should put a poll up and see just how many people know what I'm talking about. Who is Man, Johnny, do you know who about? Judge Reinhold is? Yes or that's no? The, that's the but next was, topic.
1: Is is uh you're talking about Judge Reinhold. Is that the guy from Fast Times or Ridgemont? High? Yes. yes, yes. Okay, He's I know who he is. Jerk yeah. off
0: to Phoebe Cates when she comes out of the pool. I know that is. All right, it took, eye took eye. a minute to register. Took a minute to register.
2: <laughs> hey, that could be our first. Is it a crime? Is, is Judge Reinhold uh, masturbating to Phoebe Cates in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Is that is that a crime? Is that a, a violation of her privacy? Being, being oh, watched. She's,
0: being... In, she's in public. He's in. He's on. <laughs> no, it's, his it's own not public. Party. It's the pri. It's a private home. Yeah, but he's he lived. That's his home. I know. <laughs> I'm and somebody just to silly. Like, wait, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I might
1: have disagreed. So, but, I mean, that's essentially the same thing as putting a camera in somebody's room without them knowing and videotaping them and then masturbating well, to she's that. She's not What's in she her room. Yourself, she was but, coming out of a
0: pool.
2: Yeah, so that's she's not, true. And she's not true. naked. I mean, she's just hot.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's if well, that's your house, you can, you can spank it all you want. I mean, if somebody's sitting in your living room enjoying a cocktail and you want to go in the other room and peer out at them lecherously and jerk off she might be off. creeped out by right. it but remind me not to invite you over to my house <clears throat> oh come on you're not attractive enough for me headline, to headline
1: libertarian support
2: masturbating at all times uh, to your guests to your house guests <laughs> god what have we done with this
1: show all right already? so Wouldn't we'll just seem- know that i
0: did it odie until you stepped in a puddle of something cold later that evening
1: oh boy so we'll just seamlessly transition from that into our first story <laughs> Uh, we're going to be talking about a story – actually, I was hoping to bring on the people, the the group of uh, contributors who put this story together, did the research at the Marshall Project, but it fell through, unfortunately, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. And this should be very near and dear to you guys out in California because it took place there. And it's a, a research article, an investigative piece put together by the Marshall Project called Afraid of Jail by an Upgrade. And essentially what it is, there's twenty six cities in Los Angeles and Orange County, those those two counties in California, where they're allowing defendants, they're giving them the option, if they don't want to stay in a in a county jail, they're able to stay in a city jail for paying if they pay a little more money out of pocket. Between the years two thousand eleven and two thousand fifteen, the average cost of a stay that they paid, this is the, the whole cost of the duration from one day to I think the longest was I don't know several months. The average cost one thousand seven hundred fifty-six dollars. The most expensive stay. This was by a man who actually paid to stay in one of these little 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 city jails. He was responsible for in a drunk driving freeway freeway crash. He killed one of his passengers, and he paid seventy-two thousand dollars to stay out of the actual county jails. Now, of these, uh, of these more than three thousand and five hundred people who have stayed in these, who have done this, California. Pay to stay program. there have been more than 160 participants who have been convicted of pretty serious crimes, going from assault to robbery, domestic violence, batteries, sexual assault, sexual abuse of children, possession of child pornography. So this isn't just minor stuff that these people are getting getting a ticket out, a ticket out of the real prison system to put quotes around that because they're getting basically a country club type stay a lot of times they can bring in their own food, they can wear their own clothes. They can just kind of hang out. Sure, they're still in jail. They can't leave, but it's, it's a lot easier. They don't, they're not afraid of getting raped in the shower, for one thing, which I'm sure is nice. Nice little perk there.
0: Unless you can pay for that, in which case. <laughs> yeah, unless you, unless you want
1: to pay for that, <laughs> you've got to bring in your own person, though, to rape yeah, you. Yeah, that's, well, of course. So just, just off the bat, right here, guys, and we'll, we'll start with Brian. See, I'm being, uh, being democratic here, or I guess rape. that's not the right word, but I start with Mark first, and I'll go with it's Brian. It's all about
2: equality, isn't it?
1: There you yeah. go. I'm, a, I'm an egalitarian. So actually, I'm not. Let's let's start with Brian. What are your thoughts
0: on this? Well, I you know, it's funny because I'm I'm torn between saying, oh, well, you know what? Uh, you know, this is kind of a, an interesting take on the free market when it comes to uh, to prisons. Although I, I have to say, overall, this is I find it pretty atrocious because if there's one thing universally that should apply, look, if government exists and if prisons exist and if laws exist, they need to be applied equally. Uh, despite what money or influence you're supposed to have I mean look we're looking at Hillary Clinton not getting put into prison for God knows what she did with her all of her email scandals and all of this Clinton foundation cash because of her connections because of her money so on a simpler level when you look at these people that have committed some horrible crimes being able to buy their way out of the prison that we all should fear what what what's the point of laws then because if you're not under if you're if you're Crime is not applicable under those same laws as everyone else. It defeats the purpose of even having laws or having prisons.
1: What do you think, Mark? Is this ethical? And is, it, is this something you guys being from California, had, had you heard of this before? I've really? never, never heard, heard
0: of it. it. Yeah, never no, it. I, I'm shocked, appalled, and I'm going to have a special savings account well, just for this.
2: <laughs> well, my, my initial reaction was, you know, kind of probably the same as you guys being pretty appalled by it. Uh, and and just jumping to the idea of a, a tiered justice system and some people not seeing, you know, getting the same sort of justice that maybe someone without the same means might get. Uh, and I, I do still have that criticism. But the more I read the article and the more I think about it, and I'm not saying I totally have abandoned that position because I still do have that feeling when I think about this. Uh, first of all, we already have a, t- a, g- uh, a tiered jail system. There's already... You know, there's there's jails that are for the really bad people that suck bad where you can hardly even get out of your cell. And there's jails that, you know, they, they, when they send more white collar criminals and there's there's a whole tiering system already. So what did
0: Rico end up in?
2: I think the, the least bad one.
0: His final spot. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, but there's already a tiered system, so I mean, it's not. I can't just be mad at the tiered system and not be as as equally angry at the currently tiered system. But I mean, the tiers are sort of based on the severity of the crime, and it does seem to me. I'm not saying I'm in favor of this, by the way. I just want to state that right now. I I do, I do have major problems with this, but at the same time, there's one quote that actually stood out to me from this pastor who who was convicted of statutory rape. Uh, but he he, he said, "Why? What, what I don't agree with is people saying that's not enough punishment." And he said, "What's the concept of punishment?" is at the time or getting beat up every other day in jail and it's not a terrible point because the all the criticisms that i have sort of seen sprinkled in throughout this article are well these guys aren't having a shitty enough time and basically implying and one of the one of the guys one of the quotes in the article said well yeah that's part of jail that's why it sucks you might get beat up you might get raped Mm -hmm. and while while i don't like to see tiered justice I don't necessarily think that it's – the problem is that people aren't getting – having a shitty enough time in prison. <laughs> I don't think that you – no, know, I, I actually started to think by the time I was done reading this that maybe the problem isn't that some people can do this. It's that not enough people can. It's that not enough people have these opportunities. I mean maybe maybe living in this type of safer, quote, jail is something that could be uh, kind of worked into the current prison system and maybe used as a reward. Maybe it's not just you have the money. Maybe it's also once you're in the system like Michael Santos lays out. It's all about how you behave and how you act in prison. Maybe they can incorporate something like this. If you can earn money at a job in prison, I also think part of this is change the, the work laws so that whatever laws apply to regular human beings, I, I'm against the minimum wage, so I want no minimum wage anywhere. But if there's a minimum wage outside prison, I think it should apply in prison as well. I don't think corporations should have an advantage to basically use prisoners as slave labor. So even that out. Let, let, let prisoners work, but they, they shouldn't have different laws applied to them uh, when accepting work. So if you allow prisoners to actually make like some closer to market rates and you let them kind of buy into better jails <laughs> if they also behave better and and maybe serve as leaders in the jail like i actually think this could maybe be, be, be the beginning of a good thing if we figure out a more just way to sort of see it through i, I don't think that like my, my problems with the justice system are not that people aren't getting raped and beat up enough and that seemed to be the biggest criticisms i saw sprinkled throughout that article and the more i seemed that the more that the attitude just started to seem a little bit sick to me that that people don't think that people are having a bad enough time in prison and and that that's just what i started to Think by the end of the article, I don't. I can't really say I'm completely for or completely against this now, but it did really get me thinking about things on a, on a few different levels.
1: You know, in that rambling rant there, that's which a, was prolific, I really I enjoyed did. it. I think <laughs> I think you might have just solved the problem with the prison system in this country. Um, it, that's yeah, I had wow, I had not. That's good to know. Of, <laughs> I didn't know it would be so easy. I just solved it. I had not thought of that at all. So it's. I did think of the fact that I mean, the only the, their major criticism, like you said, is they keep pointing out. They're missing out on like the violence and the horribleness of prison. And right. I thought, well – and I've brought this up before when I've interviewed people about solitary confinement. Prison doesn't need to be that horrible. That's not actually helping anybody. It's not helping reform anybody, not helping anybody to once they do get out to for them to more easily reintegrate into society. And so, what, yeah, one I think of the victims
2: really – sorry to interrupt you, but like,
1: that, that no, just, go ahead.
2: on that same thread, one of the victims even mentioned you know, she didn't feel like she got – Got anything back from the punishment because of the, you know, the 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 circumstances that the person served the time? Uh, I think this is the person who uh, had sex with that like hip hop ro- mogul. Um, yeah, he's no, I think
0: that was the one that she had. He had uh, forced a uh, blowjob. Is what you think? Well,
2: of. I mean, I didn't see anything about the force thing, but. Um, it was an underage person that, that kind of, that I, that basically, d- I think, expressed that they didn't get, felt like they didn't get a payback from the, from the time that he served. Or, you know, this is the guy that was, like, traveling to Europe between sins. I mean, I think that was obviously a, a little more favoritism than almost anybody could get. So, I mean, I think something like that should be looked at. But, I mean, again, it goes back to, like, sh- what what would she have gotten if he served worse time? What would she have gotten if he was in jail every day getting beat up? Like, she don't she doesn't get anything for that either. So, maybe we need to focus jail and prison and more on literally paying a victim. If you determine someone is the victim of a crime, maybe you figure out a way to actually put them, I know we have civil courts, but this should be part of our regular criminal system. Put a monetary value on that. Let them work that off. Maybe if they're if they're earning money in prison, they then have a choice. I can pay for the higher tiered prison and be in a, a nicer environment, or I can get out of here earlier if I don't do that, and I put more money to paying back the person that I committed the crime against. So now they have a decision to make, and now it's not necessarily about your circumstance coming in. It's a, and maybe you have to start from zero. Maybe you start from zero when you go into jail. You can't. you don't have an advantage if you're rich going in compared to a poor guy. But it, it did seem a lot of, from the examples in the article, too, that it did seem that a lot of it was judgment of the judge. I'm not saying the judges were making correct judgment. Yeah,
0: but the judge it, has to permit you to go and do the specific Right, program.
2: and it seemed like most of these cases, at least in the judge's view, I'm not saying they were right, they saw circumstances to the point where this person wasn't going to be a danger uh, and, you know, wasn't going to be a flight risk or anything, and they made their judgment that the, but based on the circumstances of the crime, this person was, was a safe person to allow into this system again i don't know if it's necessarily fair i can totally understand why people on the other side who maybe didn't get this offer would be like what the fuck how come i'm sitting here in shitty jail and this guy gets to go to you know the nicer jail but i i don't think the solution is make sure jail's shitty for everybody
0: i agree with you I was saying, well, I was, was gonna let before I spoke I was gonna let Odie uh, do you have, do you want to finish your earlier thought Odie I I can't remember what it was but
1: yeah, maybe neither can do. I but
0: uh, all right it was, it,
1: it, it was probably along the line something what Mark said there I I think, I think what I was alluding to is I I do like the idea of a of having this this tiered system and I I think it's a good idea like Mark said maybe people do start at the bottom you know, you can't have favoritism just based on your standing based on you know how much money you have going into it the crime is the crime you can't let that be clouded by outside factors. So people should start on that level playing field. But I don't think there's anything wrong with being able to, if you are, you know, a, a good, if you are a good prisoner, and if you actually, you know, progressing and working your way through prison, not starting fights, then you should be able to work your way out and, and, and pay your way out. And if you want to apply that money to maybe getting out sooner by paying paying the victim, if it in an ideal world, of course, it would only be crimes with victims people who committed victimless crimes like, you know, drug trafficking or whatnot would never be in in prison. But in our current system, sure, there would, there are people in prison on victimless crimes. So yeah, allow them to work their way out and either get out sooner or pay off if they do a victim, pay off their victim. And uh, yeah, either move to a system where they're going to these nice city jails and not in these in these terrible places, the the county jails, and and go from there. Any uh, last thoughts on that, Brian?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I actually do – I do think it's an interesting concept as far as the merit-based system is, you know, we're earning your way up to a better prison. I, I'm all for that. I think it's a good idea. Um, and, in fact, when you think about it this way, look, nobody – he's feeling – you know, again, yeah, oh, he's not getting raped enough in prison. I mean, look, nobody should be getting raped in prison. You're not there. Right. Part of your sentence is not being raped or shanked in the shower. You're just supposed to spend your time there and be denied certain, certain liberties while you are incarcerated. So, I mean – Like we're talking about nonviolent felons, the people who are getting raped in prison, by the way, other than child molesters who do get raped and murdered or at least murdered. But the people that are nonviolent felons are the ones, by the way, being raped. Uh, The murderers are the ones doing the raping. So it's not like the worst people are getting the worst treatment in these prisons anyway. Let's just keep that in mind. But yeah, so if you have if you have a merit-based system where you can move up and go to these nicer places based upon how you act or the way, you know, like you can advance and then they have perks. You could have more education. You could have more uh, more items available on the outside. So I think it's great if we did something like that. But like you guys were saying, and like I said earlier, you cannot say that on equal playing field, okay, well, it, well we all are equal under the law, except this guy who's got $100,000 more and he's got a connection to the judge. And I also think it's ridiculous that the judge arbitrarily can decide who goes and who does not go, especially when we see some of the charges against these people. So overall, as as it stands right now, I'm 100 percent against this practice. But if they would only listen to the Lions of Liberty podcast, I think we've come up with a very good solution. Yeah. Judges have way too much power.
1: Definitely agree with you there. And I, I had a feeling yeah, and, that and, and, well,
2: how come the jury can decide, like, if you're guilty or not. But then they're just like, all right, you guys can go home. We're going to let this one guy figure it out from here. <laughs> you
0: yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. He's got, he's got the fancy, you know, the fancy coat on. He's sitting up high. He's got a gavel. So obviously he knows what he's doing. Obviously. Um, so let's let's move on. I, I did have a feeling that, that that first topic might take up the majority of the time. So I think we're only going to have time now on today's show to talk about two Is This a Crime Examples. And that means that probably these last three, we're going to have to move them into the Lions Pride exclusive content so let's let's get through these, talking about this first one here, and this has to do with the title, um the title of this one, a twenty year old boy, a twenty year old man deported for sex with a sixteen year old girl, which of course, that's not even illegal in forty three states. So to set the stage here, this actually occurred back in two thousand nine the the man here at the time is twenty years old, Juan Quintana had a girlfriend at the time he was sixteen. They had sex before they were in California, and because California has one of the highest ages of consent in America at 18 years old, and because he was more than three years older than than his girlfriend at the the time, this was considered a crime. So he served his time for that crime. He went to jail for 90 days. That was in 2009. And then he was allowed to go on with his life, and he moved up to be closer to family. He moved to Michigan. And then when he went to Michigan— uh, the feds began some deportation proceedings, and they sent him back to Mexico in 2013. That's right. Barack Obama, the guy who apparently, you know, was not deporting people, even though he deported 2.5 million people, deported this guy back to Mexico for a crime that he served his time for, which we'll judge if it was even a crime or not. So the I guess the reason here quickly that that they gave, that the feds gave for sending him back to Mexico was, I mean, because he, he was a lawful permanent resident. He came here with his family at the age of 12. But the reason they gave, they said that he'd been convicted of a sexual abuse of a minor, so he had to go. So I guess Obama, that was the edict. They were getting rid of any uh, immigrant, any illegal immigrant who had been convicted of sexual abuse of a minor. So on this case, guys, I guess it's kind of of a two-part thing. On the first part, the 20-year-old and the 16-year-old is, is that a crime? Is that a crime for sexual relations between a 20-year-old and a 16-year-old? I know it's probably a nuanced answer, maybe. Let's start with Mark.
2: Well, we've talked about this before. I actually discussed this with the person who wrote this article, Lenore Skenazy. She was a guest on the show uh, back in the day, back last year. So maybe you can link to that in your old show notes there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the issue of consent when it comes to age is a, a tricky one at times. Um, but I do think our laws are, are largely arbitrary and that's the problem. I mean, look, if there's an eight year old and a 25 year old, it's pretty clear the 25 year old to me is, is committing a crime. Um, but if there's a 16 year old and a 20 year old, I mean, some people might say the 20 year old is taking advantage of the 16 year old. I don't think that's necessarily a wrong judgment but it's probably more situational at that point. There probably are 16-year-olds who are very mature and understand exactly what they're doing. There are probably 16-year-olds who don't. So that's this is kind of a case where the law gets tricky. But to me, when things are tricky, you err on the side of not not throwing people in jail, not making people felons. And it it does appear that there was consent from everyone involved here and no coercion, no abuse, no no physical violence. Um, So I I would disagree with the initial crime. And of course, if I disagree with the initial crime, I disagree with the deportation, not even getting into the whole open borders, closed boarding, what our immigration policy should be. I'm just saying, even under our current system, I don't agree with this uh, going down the, the way it did.
0: I will agree with that. I uh, yeah, I, I think that you know, twenty-year-old, sixteen-year-old, it, should it be illegal if they're both consenting? No. Uh, should a twenty-year-old be dating a sixteen-year-old? I don't necessarily think so. I think that guy's kind of pathetic. But hey, I I still don't think it should be illegal. I don't know the circumstances, and like Mark said, there's different people are more uh, more mature at different ages. Uh, I also didn't realize that California still i didn't realize 18 was the age of consent in california which is insanely high that's crazy but that being said should he have been deported absolutely not uh should this have been a crime absolutely not uh and especially because you know they they have this guy he does he does his time or whatever and then then they wait three years and then deport him it's like it's kind of like a double whammy for this dude so while I do think he is slightly pathetic for dating a sixteen year old when he's twenty, I just dropped my phone on the floor. Uh, my phone that I just got back. Uh no, I do what, not What think happened I have to it.
1: your old phone, Brian? Real quick. I dropped
0: it down the hole in the ice in Minnesota when I was ice fishing. It really fucking sucked.
1: Which I'm sure happens to like half the people oh, who ice fish,
0: probably. Yeah. I went I went there well, somebody did it earlier that day and I did it five minutes later. Cause it just, you know, you're in these puppy clothes you go to get your phone out and you're drinking all day and it hits you in the hand. And it took like one, it like hit once and was down the hole. And I was just like, well, see you later. And I went to Best Buy and I've asked them because I tried to get a phone, which I couldn't because the town was too small. They didn't have a Sprint store. So I go to the Best Buy though. And the guy, he was like, uh, I was like, yeah, does this happen a lot? He's like, oh yeah. He's like, I just did it last month. (laughs) Straight down the hole. But by the way, I'll give a shout out to my family. Who's out there. Uh, despite the fact that it really stressed me out losing my phone, they all are listeners to the Lions of Liberty podcast. So shout out to Donnie, my stepfather-in-law. Thanks for listening, Donnie.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. Good to have you here. One last question I, got, I want to ask you guys on this topic. So, talking about the age of consent, it's it's nuanced. Does it make sense in the United States to leave this up to the up to the state? Should that be determined at the state level, or should stuff like this be? Should it be a, a nationwide, a, a federal age of consent? Well, that's so the problem it's here, isn't it? Isn't the problem the that
2: this happened at the state level? But then the federal, the feds, are what you know took it to a deportation. But they used that exactly, state yes. law. Um, this is a tough one because I, I don't think that that. I don't think the state should probably be like uh, this. I don't think the state level should even be setting these laws. But I also don't think the federal level should be setting these laws either. Uh, I, I I really don't know how this age can be determined, but I, I don't. I
0: would f- say thirteen and under illegal. Anything past that, I'd say you have a jury decide. If if somebody brings charges, if a parent or the person or one of the people involved wants to bring charges. Then they can bring charges, and the police can handle that, and they can have a trial, and they can decide whether or not the people are mature enough. If they knew they were doing, if they're consensual, I think that's the best way to handle it. Because yeah, otherwise, then, it's then arbitrary. You need, to,
2: you need to work in things at that point, like were, were the parents involved? Are the parents consenting? Right? Uh, was there right. manipulation exactly. involved? Uh, you know, was yeah, the could, so sometimes the guys lie to I mean, the guy that, you know, the, the hip hop guy from from that 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 was in that article about, uh, you know, our, the two tiered jail system. I'm not saying he's telling the truth. He might be full of it. But I'm just as an example. He said he thought the girl was obviously probably a- 18 because she worked at the place and he just assumed. Look, so I, I met a girl I in a bar
0: that, that, you know, you just have to be 21 to get in a bar. I met a girl who was at a bar and thank God didn't do anything with her, but she was 17. <laughs> and if you're in a bar, you presume that person's 21.
2: If you're in California, you'd be breaking the law and you probably would receive no sympathy.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Law. Yeah, well the one problem with um leaving
1: it up to the parents saying, you know, allow the parents to determine if it's less than that age is I, I don't really like that because I mean parents could really if they're allowing that in certain situations, that's considered child abuse, I think. Um so it's it's very tough and it's it's something I think it's an area where there's, I, I don't think anyone has it right per se, so I don't think libertarians are behind. Well, I
2: don't think any parent should be able to like allow some eighteen year old to to have sex with their ten year old. You know, there obviously there has to be. It's yeah, a very difficult course, situation. Yeah. Like I don't think there's science that can say this is the age. It's a hundred percent for everybody consent or not. And it's really it's one of the toughest issues. I think, especially as libertarians who try to look at everything through consent. Uh, like we all agree a four year old can't consent to these acts. We all agree a twenty five year old can. But somewhere in the middle, of that there, it gets really fuzzy.
1: Speaking of this, I don't know if if you heard the last episode of the Johnny Rocket Launchpad, Mark, where uh, you, you got a shout out, a shout out on there, where they were interviewing Robert Murphy. Did you hear that?
2: I did, I did. Yes, I can't keep track of all the <laughs> shout outs I get from Johnny Rocket, no, Dave Smith. So many shout outs. I was I, I was in
0: the middle of nowhere with no reception, so I'm behind on every podcast right now. Yeah, uh, man, well, you you'll have we, to. We got to arrange karaoke with
2: uh, Johnny Rocket and Bob Murphy and that whole gang.
1: We definitely do, and I, I will link to that episode in the show notes. But the question they asked, and we're not going to talk about it here because we're running out of time. Um, the question they asked, I guess, was if Mark Claire had a uh, wanted to have a you know a, a child, a, a farm where he could abuse children, you know, <laughs> would that be allowed in a in a? Uh, it's because I gave society. them
2: that I gave them that question to ask. So that's <laughs> for for the record. That's why they he thought of me, not for any other reason why I would have my own private you know child sex farm you could
0: call it claire care and people could drop their children off to be molested <laughs> oh, i liked how they all giggled too when they asked you cannot was, find a
2: claire a claire care shirt at our store at lionsofliberty.store but you can find some not
0: yet dan smarts if you're listening
1: <laughs> get to work the <laughs> seamless plug there seamless plug speaking of seamless plugs we got a couple of libertarian podcasts I want to tell you about so listen to this now And we're back here to talk about our last story of the day here on Felony Friday. We're going to be talking about a teen who was charged with lying about being raped by football players, and this happened in at Sacred Sacred Heart University. Uh, the teen in this story, Nikki Yovino, 18 years old, she's been charged with second degree falsely reporting an incident and tampering with or fabricating physical evidence, which is a felony. And like I said, this was in connection with an incident at Sacred Heart University. And what happened in this incident is she was this woman, Nikki Yovina, was at a a party and um, she accused two football players of pulling her into a bathroom and raping her. She made this accusation while she was in the hospital and the cops came and they were doing a rape kit. She said to the cops that this occurred when the police went and actually investigated it and talked to people at the party, they said they actually overheard her saying that she actually wanted to have sex with these two men, and people witnessed her walking into this bathroom willingly. So her story fell apart, there were holes in it, and that's where these charges came from. And unfortunately, these two football players, they're off the football team. I think one of them is now back in school. Sacred Heart has claimed that they did not uh, suspend or. Or kick out any of these players for these charges, which I don't know if that's that's true or not. But there's been nothing to the contrary. So thoughts on this, guys? Let's start with Brian. Falsely well, reporting a rape is is this a crime? And I think maybe more importantly, because I think I know the answer to the first one.
0: Should this person do time? Uh, yeah, answer to the first one. This is definitely a crime. It's actually one of it's a truly horrible crime. To accuse somebody, because we all know how society is set up. And despite what feminists might think uh, or might say, there's still quite a bit of bias that goes against men, especially where things like this are concerned. I mean, this woman tried to ruin these two men's lives. And because you didn't mention this part, this is the story where she did it because— uh, she was trying to make another guy jealous right or she was trying to not let him know that she that he you know her former boyfriend is this the same story I'm thinking of yeah
1: it's, it's the same story well I, I think what yeah what she said well, is the she worst was trying reason ever she, it, it, well the reason it makes sense I don't think it's I, I think they got it wrong the reason that they gave was that she was trying to make this other guy she liked like feel bad for her. I think actually what happened was you know she's at this party she's drinking having a good time she's drunk and she decides she wants to have sex with these two guys has sex regrets it. And then tries to figure a way out of it because she still likes this other guy. Right. That's probably right. what happened. Yeah,
0: there you go. Exactly. So, you know, it, uh, what a horrible reason to ruin two lives, to so potentially put people in jail for many, many years, to get, them, get their scholarships revoked, to get them kicked out of school. I mean, this girl is a horrible human being. So, yes, it is definitely a crime. Should she do time? Hell, yes, she should do time. I wouldn't mind it if she did just as much time as they would have done. Because if she's literally taking away these people's liberty, if you're going to do that, if you're willing to do that and you take steps to do that and she wasn't going to recant, they found out that this was a lie, you know, and then they and then they addressed this chick with this with this news. And then she's like, oh, yeah, whoops, ooh. you know, piece of garbage. Yes. Put her in prison. This kind of stuff cannot go on in society. It's absolutely disgusting. These two guys are
1: lucky cuz on a lot of campuses if this was handled by just the the university or the college a lot of the times they don't even bring in the police the police are actually investigated and you know found witnesses and asked questions if this had been just the the university you know panel looking at this
0: these two kids, their lives would be ruined. They'll be kicked out
2: IFC. of school. Yeah, Penn State forever. IFC looked into it. They'd be done.
0: Oh, dead. Exactly. Well, did you hear that story about, and sorry, Mark, you, have, you haven't given your take on this yet, but do you hear that story about the guy? He was a, a student on the football team who had consensual, was in a consensual relationship, relationship, not just banging one time, with an athletic trainer, and some other some other uh, woman in the building saw them, you know, saw them leaving a closet and saw like, a hickey on her neck or something and told their supervising board that, she thought that he had assaulted mm-hmm. her and they kicked him out of school they there's all these all these charges being pressed against him and the woman's like none of that happened none, i wanted this we're in a relationship and they still refused the administrator still said no no we fe- we have our findings we think this is what happened so yeah to your point insanity yeah
1: well, campuses, I'll, link is, one, in I'll link to that one i'll link to that one in the show notes as well that yeah that's that was an absolutely ridiculous story and yeah,
2: and you're not going to you're not going to hear much disagreement from me here i think it's absolutely heinous um and like i said it's more than just the crime—it's more than just the fact that she essentially sicked a a gang of thugs. The the police on this guy. Um, I mean, I, I'm not trying to, to smear police, but I mean, if if I if it wasn't the police system and it was just me telling someone, hey, that these guys raped me, go get them, and they beat them up. Well, I I would be an accomplice in in the beating up of that guy. And it's the same thing here, except they're taking the guys to jail and, and ruining their life and all that stuff. Um, especially because they could have, like I said, gone to jail for a long time. Uh, and, and even besides the jail, their reputations take the hit. And often the reputation, you, you'll meet people today that still think that the Duke lacrosse uh, team raped somebody, even though yeah. that's completely been d- 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 proven, debunked. We know that was a complete lie. People still think it because of those initial headlines. So a lot of these guys are going to carry the stigma with them the rest of their, their lives. And I'm not saying you own your reputation. There's a lot of libertarian arguments on that, but it's a factor. It's a factor to me in how heinous this act is. Um, when it comes to the, should she do, time question. It gets a little more trickier, because then we go back into this, what should the justice system be about? Like, I don't want her in prison getting raped, like, doesn't doesn't make me feel better. Again, I think that the whole way we look at what justice is is totally wrong. She should have to, there should at least be maybe, like, a monetary value placed on the smearing that she did with them, and it should probably be pretty freaking high, probably to the point that she has to work for 20, 30 years to pay it off. I mean, this is serious crime, but I don't know if stuffing her in prison for 10 years helps anything either. Um... She's obviously did something very bad, did did something awful and she should pay a price. Uh, I I don't see how necessarily I I think she's I I don't know I I don't know if she's learned her lesson I want to think she will have by now she still is a young person young people do do terrible stupid things sometimes I don't think that that, you know she should spend 20-30 years in jail like these I don't know how long people spend in jail for rape typically but uh, I'm not exactly sure what the punishment should be but again speaking on what I was talking about at the beginning of the show with the first story I do think the punishment should be more in line with recompensating these two guys and uh paying them back in some way than just punishing her if that makes sense
1: yeah i I agree with you she definitely needs to be punished maybe it could be like uh maybe these maybe punishments overall in the criminal justice system need to be more creative like that seinfeld episode where (laughs) was it george that said said to be my butler
2: maybe she has to have threesomes with these guys like every couple months now
1: So maybe yeah, that's, I don't know about that, but some sort of <laughs> maybe, not maybe not
2: that, maybe not that, guys. Okay, <laughs> someone's gonna clip that one piece of audio off, and next thing you know, visit
0: Mark Claire at uh, Mark Claire where he's molesting children.
1: Hey, that's Claire Care. Wait a minute, this is show,
2: this we, show is not
1: reflecting well on me at all. We should probably <laughs> wrap things Daddy, up. before our, care. your name is getting a the today, FBI getting shows up, to the mind. lines. Well, you gotta residues. own your
0: reputation. That's
1: true. <laughs> so that's that's it for the show, guys. We are gonna have, uh, as I said, of course. We'll be doing three more, talking about three more stories in our Lions Pride group. There'll be exclusive content. And all the listeners out there can join that by going to lionsofliberty.com/slash supports. If you guys haven't checked out our t-shirt line yet, if you haven't checked out the cool koozies we have, you can find that all at lionsofliberty.store. And yeah, that's that's really it. Um, we're we're trying to grow this show. That's why we're that's why we're pushing this this stuff. Of course, you're still getting these. Three shows every week from from Mark, Brian and myself. You're still getting them every week for free from us. So we're still giving you that. We're not putting pressure on you. And if this is your first time listening to the show, don't think oh these these assholes are trying to take all my money. We're not. We're not trying to take your money. Well, we are trying to take some of your money, but we're trying to grow the show for the cause of liberty. So it's it's all good. We're not taking any we're not taking anything off the off the top here. We're just trying to, to grow the show and spread the message. So that's all I got for today. That's all I got for Felony Friday. Thank you all for listening. This is John Odermatt signing off. Always remember to keep your head up and the fires of Liberty burning.